And so if you can hear this tonight, um, please give us a like or a thumbs up. And so um, if you can hear this, please give me a like. We're trying a new device tonight to try to help with the sound and uh, get rid of some of the static. So if it's coming through clear, I'll just give you a second there to see a thumbs up or two. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in as always, and I hope that this will help with the static and the lack of volume over the last couple of videos um, and uh, that you'll be able to hear better. Um, tonight, as always, I just want to say I hope that you've had a wonderful day. I hope that um, the Lord has blessed you and um, I'm close to finishing up my evening here in the office and so I'm always thankful to get the privilege to come to you. I don't take it for granted that I get to share from the Word with you or that you take time out in your uh, busy schedules to listen. So we're continuing on in the book of Jonah. And um, Jonah has been thrown overboard. The people have been praying and uh, worshiping God who were still on the boat. And listen to what happens. And I want to show you three things tonight <clears throat> from these verses. And the first is this. God already had the fish prepared. God already had the fish prepared. Look what it says there in verse 17. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Um, you see, God already knew that Jonah was going to run. God always knew that Jonah was going to need this correction from him. And so he already had in place this fish to swallow Jonah. If God hadn't prepared the fish, Jonah would have drowned. You say, Jake, you really believe that God created a special fish that swallowed Jonah and that he could live in the acidic belly of a fish? I absolutely do. <laughs> I do not doubt any of the miracles in the Bible. I believe every miracle in the Bible from beginning to end. And so uh, I believe that Jonah truly was in the belly of this fish for three days and three nights. And so many times in our life, what we look as, as something terrible, God has prepared to correct us, to get our attention. You see, Jonah might have smelt like a fish. Jonah might have been in a bad situation, but at least Jonah was alive. You see, if you are thrown overboard in the middle of the sea, you're going to die most likely. But God had other plans for Jonah. I have a church member that is 99 years old, and I went in and visited her yesterday at the hospital. Thankfully, our hospital is letting people visit. And uh, the first thing she said to me was, I just don't know why the Lord doesn't take me home. And uh, that's a question I hear from a lot of people older in life that are having health trouble and failures. And because God has a purpose for you. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it could be. Maybe it's uh, to share the gospel with a nurse, to, to reconcile with family, to, to be a blessing to, to someone else. We don't know. But even when difficulty happens to you, whether it's a cancer diagnosis, the betrayal of a close friend, when, it, when it's a death in your family, God still has a purpose and a plan for that. But yet I'm, I'm guessing that as Jonah is inside of this fish that stinks, that's nasty, that's pitch darkness, 
he might have been thinking it maybe would have been better to go on to be with the Lord. But God prepared the fish for Jonah. It goes on and then we see Jonah's prayer. And it's, it's quite a long prayer, but I want to read it just because I think it's very significant. It says, And he said, I cried out to the Lord because of my affliction, and he answered me. You see, Jonah prayed because of his affliction. And many times we don't pray until we're afflicted. We don't pray until things fall apart. We don't pray in the good times. It's when we need Him. Out of the belly of Sheol I cried, and you heard my voice. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the floods surrounded me. All your billows and your waves passed over me. Then I said, I have been cast out of your sight. Yet I will look again toward your holy temple. The water surrounds me, even to my soul. The deep closed around me. Weeds were wrapped around my head. I went down in the moorings of the mountains. The earth with its bars closed behind me forever. Yet you have brought me up my life from the pit, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer went up to you into your holy temple. Those who regard worthless idols forsake your mercy, but I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay what I have vowed, as salvation is of the Lord. I mean, just imagine this. He is drowning in the middle of this fish's stomach. He has got seaweed. He has got... He, he thinks he's going to die. He thinks the world of the living is behind him and he cries out to God and God hears his prayer. There is nowhere on earth or no situation that you could be in that would be more helpless in feeling than in the belly of a fish and all that would go on to be that. Just think as nasty as it could be and it would have been. But yet he says... The Lord is my salvation. Tonight, I don't know what kind of mess you're in. You say, Jake, how do you know I'm in a mess? All of us are either in a mess, just came out of a mess, or are probably heading to a mess. And you need to remember that on those days where you don't think you can go on, when you don't think there's any hope, when you don't think there is any way forward, Jesus loves you. He died for you. He has a purpose and a plan for your life just like He did for Jonah. And so the third and final thing I want to just show you from this is when God prepared the fish, God was with him even in the pit. And third and finally, God will deliver you, but sometimes you're still going to smell. Listen to what it says in verse 10. So the Lord spoke to the fish and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. Now this is a part of the story we usually don't talk about. And that's okay because I'm a little bit strange. But do you ever think about what Jonah smelt like when he got out of that fish? Have you ever drove over a skunk? And you know that like 25 minutes later you're still smelling. Man, that smell, right? Or heaven forbid that you hit the skunk and your vehicle smells like that for weeks. Jonah didn't have quite the access to a hot shower and um, uh, bath salts or whatever fancy smelly stuff that we use today. And just imagine as he has vomited, and I know you're thinking that's gross, out of the fish's mouth. 
You see, God delivered him, but there were still consequences from his decision. I don't know how long it took for Jonah to get that fish smell off, but I really do believe this. I don't believe that he had time to get that fish smell completely off of him from the time he went from the edge of the water into Nineveh. And you say, Jake, why does that matter? Because I talk to so many people who think that the mistakes and baggage and the smell of their failure keeps them from serving God. Jake, I, I can't serve God because, uh, man, I've made such a mess of my life. I, I can't come to Jesus as the Lord and Savior of my life because, man, I've just been so bad. And you need to, to know something. When God saves you from the belly of a fish, when God saves you from your sin, when God calls you into service, there might be a little bit of that. But He still will use you. He still will save you. And spiritually, He cleans you up when He saves you. Makes you as white as snow. But as any Christian can tell you, just because God forgives you doesn't mean other people do. Just because God gives you a fresh start and a new opportunity doesn't always mean that people will treat you the same way. But whether Jonah smelled or not when he went to Nineveh, he still went. And he still served God. And God used him in a mighty way. And so tonight I just want to challenge you that whatever God has brought into your life, He has prepared it for a reason. And when you feel hopeless and totally unsavable, God can save you. And third and finally, even if there's a little bit of smell left on you, God can still use you. And tonight I hope that that will help you in your walk with Him. As always, I'm praying for you. I thank you so much for watching. I appreciate it if you'd share these videos since I don't have a personal account anymore. And I just pray that God would use these in a mighty way to help you and to reach people that don't know Him. And so as always, we love you. We're praying for you. And may God richly bless you.